When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave at Mahoney. Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there audrey dave (laughs) (laughs) let's start off today's show with some bad news yeah some bad news nobody likes losing their luggage on an airline and nobody likes having to deal with not being able to find the luggage Mm. even after you get back on the ground well one ontario couple uh got some unexpected news that their luggage had been found by Air Canada, who were the ones that were reportedly responsible for losing it. And you would think, oh, well, great. That means that I'm going to get my stuff back. Perfect. How wonderful. How great. I've been without my luggage and my things for yes. a very long time. It's been several like, weeks since I've had my stuff. I'd like to retrieve them. Yes. Uh, that's not how things went, though. The couple said they filled out the lost bag report with Air Canada, checked their AirTag tracker, so they had an AirTag in there, which showed that the bag was in Montreal, which is where they had come from. Uh, and it sat there for four weeks. They saw their, be, their bag being transported from Montreal to somewhere else in Canada, and they said they were pretty pumped, assuming their bags were headed for the storage facility where they would be able to go retrieve them. Uh, sat there for not one, not two, but three months. Months? No movement, nothing from Air Canada. Uh, the couple finally decided to head, just um, screw it. We're just going to drive to the storage facility. I don't care if it's several hours away. We're going to go get our stuff. We're going to be done with this. Turns out the uh, the luggage had been donated on behalf of Air Canada to a charity because it had just been deemed lost. And so Air Canada is like, I guess that's what they do. They just donate full bags well, full of stuff to charity. You know what? Charity. I mean, the best case and worst case scenario is that you're giving it to charity. I mean, like, I'm kind of like, wow, that's really annoying that you would give all of my things away when you had no effort put into actually giving me back my things. But at the same time, I'm like, good on Air Canada for not just, like, throwing it in a like furnace see i'm on the other end of things i think that these airlines and maybe i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong but i think that these airlines probably use that for a tax deduction oh yeah they do i oh bet my they donate God. it to charity and they're oh. like hey can i get a receipt for that yeah i bet they do absolutely that's their charitable donations that's for a, the year and so oh if for whatever my. reason that is so foul the people come after them for the amount of money that was in the luggage or the amount of the belongings in the luggage it doesn't hurt them exactly it'll be a wash <gasps> So that police, is so grimy. The cops were called about this because there was a lot of luggage, like 500 pieces of luggage in this facility. And a lot of the bags had things like iPhones, laptops, iPads, AirTags, the whole lot of it. So you know what? I don't know if I'm just getting older and I'm realizing more things about corporate America and just yeah. like being a like consumer of these major corporations and monopolies, to be completely honest, I'm thinking of like Amazon even. Whenever I hear things like that, like 
The fact that you can get a tax break and just yeah. they had no effort in giving in to anyone their things back. Like, just so that they could get a tax break? It's it's crazy to think about, right? Gosh. When, you, when I, I you, you sit there and when you go to the grocery store, Walgreens, wherever, right? And it's got the little, would you like to donate to this cause? Oh, that's all it is. And then you're like, oh my God, you guys are just using me for your donation that you're going to get the tax break on. Yep. Make your own donations to your own charity on your own time. Don't do it through some corporation that's going to take credit for it. I just feel so... I know. I feel like I need a shower. It makes me feel so yucky. Doesn't it? I mean, and it's not just like individual corporations that do this. No, they're all all dirtbags. All of them. Every last one of them. Oh, man. Let's let's make sure that they don't have to pay their taxes, right? Let's make sure that the working slobs like us have to pay our taxes and the corporations don't have to pay anything, right? And if they do, it's a small portion. Yeah, I mean, maybe a slight percentage. Like 10%. Yeah, not not anywhere near (laughs) what we're having to pay. Oh, God, please tell me there's good news. There is good news. Uh, There is a sweet little nine-year-old girl from Maryland who has a hobby, and her hobby is... Oh, that's horrible news. No, she has a hobby? <laughs> no, her hobby is going out and looking for shark teeth. Her name is Molly Sampson, and she loves going out and looking for shark teeth while Cute. on the beach. And that's that's kind of her thing. Like with her folks, they she go out rocking and look. a shark tooth necklace. You know what? She's getting bullied. Uh, but, <laughs> she's, she's getting bullied, so bullied until she takes that thing off and wraps it around her knuckles. Oh, dang! A shark tooth necklace, brass knuckle. That's but wait, sick. she found. She found not a shark tooth. She found the shark tooth. It's like a megalodon or something? It is. No, you're kidding. She found a megalodon shark tooth that they say the experts have looked at it and the Marine Museum confirmed that they believe this megalodon tooth is... A dinosaur tooth. 15 million <laughs> years old. Dang, she's queen. <laughs> she's Where's she from? Can you Maryland. She's queen of Maryland. You're in charge now, kid. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. To Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, let's uh, take a little uh, trip down Imagination Lane. Let's say, for example, that you are a billionaire. And oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah, well, I mean, what would you do? Like, what would you... If you won the Mega Millions or whatever, let's say you won one of those crazy jackpots, and instantly overnight you've got... $1.6 billion I would bank. slowly become one of those people who get to sleep in. Oh. Like, I would become one of those people who... Who oh, slowly it, wake it. up and I can do my twelve scare twelve step skin routine and do my get up and actually be able to like do my hair and like get a thousand puppies probably like wake up to a farm full of Yorkie puppies just like to kiss me every day and then when they start to get a little bit older you just take them out back and because I can get more because I'm yeah, a billionaire yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just a start for sure. I feel like that's a good way okay. to start. Sleep first. Sleep and puppies. Got it. Um, nothing wrong with either of those things. I, you know, the the idea of just kind of like lazily waking up whenever that's you want. Huge, because yeah, that means those, you have no responsibility. Is what that means. All you have to do is just wake up and try to make yourself feel wonderful every day. You know, you get your little yes. workout in with your trainer that's waiting for you in the other oh room, God, all excited, so like great. you look great today. Let's go, personal chef. And then the personal chef is sitting there with a piping hot breakfast for you and your little espresso right after your workout. Just, also, wonderful. like one of the the maids or whatever, like the live in, like uh, like 
the cute little old lady who lives with me who like t- oh, makes no, my bed. I, I want a butler with an accent. Okay, so butler with an accent yeah, for you. British accent. Okay, yeah. but who comes in and does the whole Victorian era opens my blinds for me. Hello, Miss Drake. It's, it's lovely to see you to, this though. morning. Yes, don't, don't, don't open them before I tell you like to. Like noon. If I'm not up by noon, wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so there, there's a guy who's a tech billionaire and... He's 45 years old. His name is Brian Johnson, and he made uh, you know all of his money by selling Braintree to eBay for 800 million dollars uh, back in the day. But he's you know he, he's worth a ton of money, and I guess he has this thing where he's obsessed with. He's 45, right? So middle aged dude, but you know in really good shape, as you can see. Oh yeah, yeah, good for him. right. But he spends like two million dollars a year to have what he calls the body of an 18 year old. So, again, $2 million to biohack his body and regain his youth. So So, what is he doing, like cryotherapy and like... He's doing all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, really, what would we think that it would take for you in our current states, me included, because I'm definitely losing, losing it over here. What would it take? How much money would it take for us to go back to 18 year old us? Because like, that guy's fine. Go, uh, that guy looks fine. He doesn't look 18 to me. He no. doesn't look 18, but so he doesn't look 45 either. Here's what he's doing. He has a strict vegan diet that amounts to, how exhausting is this, 1,977 calories per day. We can't. We can't just go with 2,000 calories a day. All right, whatever. Well, it's like exact, right? Oh, a, that's so uh, weird. daily exercise regimen that lasts exactly one hour. High-intensity exercise three times a week, going to bed every night at exactly the same time, has all these skincare routines, and just yeah. a giant cycle. Look, here's the thing, is that he looks good. He's in good shape, right? He looks right? great for um, 45, for sure. I he's also I, a wacko. Yeah, I think I would all like just go with lipo. Like, if I, have, if I have a billion dollars, like, can't I just hack it? Do I really have to work out every single day and eat the exact same number See, of calories? For some and, people, though... The working out and the ability to do all of these health things is a luxury. That's self-care. Yeah. I mean, I get it, right? But this just seems like it's so consuming. Oh, it's absolutely. But what else is he doing? He has nothing else to do for his entire day. Go get a yacht, man. (laughs) No, actually, you know what? That is the biggest flaw in all of this. You're so self-consumed with looking young. You have no one else young to be around. Right. I mean, he might be married. If, I have no clue. I'm just assuming. If here. you're a billionaire, you just you, you have enough money to hang out with young, hot people regardless if you're young and hot. It doesn't matter yeah, and what if you're you so look obs- like. Yeah, you're paying you're the so bills. Obsessed. Yeah. Is he married? Wait, I, I what's his name? In, what's his Bri- name? Brian with a Y, of course. Ew, Johnson. Brian Johnson. Of course his name is Brian Johnson. He said the, uh, he has the, the heart of a 37-year-old at 45, the skin of a 28-year-old, and the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. Nope. No wifey. Oh, well. It's not too late, Audrey. See, I, nah, I'm not interested. Mm, <laughs> I am. He's so he's self-absorbed. Hair, he's you, hairless you, and yucky. I mean, like, that just looks... Nothing about, like, I'm 31. Nothing about an 18-year-old for me is like, ooh, that's hot. Like, even 22, <laughs> right? I'm like, ooh, you guys are full throttle doing TikTok dances. Yeah, I like, could not keep up. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't look like uh, like Ragnar Lothbrook, I'm not interested. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. fine. Travis, what's that guy's name? Uh, Ragnar, who played... In real life? Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's an exceptionally good-looking man. Travis something. Oh, God. He's like if Charlie Hunnam had a better looking older brother, if you're not familiar with the uh, the Viking series. Travis Femmel. Femmel. I hate your last name. 
but your eyes are so dreamy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a treat of a man. Even he's gone gray, Dave. Has he? He is a what? silver fox. What a zaddy. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's something new that you just learned last week? Message deleted. Uh, so it's a good question. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I just learned last week, but it's something that in the last few years that I've learned, and it's because the internet, and it seems to impress my wife every single time that we're in the car together, especially if it's a rental car, mm. is the little arrow on the gas gauge. Have you ever noticed that before? Oh, it, it points to it which points side. It points which direction, and it tells you what side the, the fuel tank is on. And so, you know, you used to have to do that thing where you'd stick your head out the window and look and see. see. Is it on that side? No, I don't see it. Is it on that side? I don't see it either. Let me get out. You know, sometimes it'd be kind of curved a little Mm -hmm. bit. No, there's a little arrow right on the little gas gauge that points either right or left, and that indicates which side of the gas... it, the gas goes in on, which is, you know, very, very helpful. And that is pretty helpful. feels like a superpower. So I feel like on the same note, mine is I watch these TikToks that have all kinds of like appliance hacks mm. that I didn't, under, I, I never knew in my 31 years of living that uh, your dishwasher, for example, the top rack can actually move up and down. Like it can. Yes. So that what? like certain things, if they're a little too tall. Really? Well, can no fit idea. on the top rack. And huh. then also your oven you can there's a little lever on the bottom so where like the joint is for the oven door Mm -hmm. you can pull like a little lever back and take the door completely off so that you can clean it what yes you are you are lying this is never in all of my days have i she's a witch (laughs) no but really like i i watch these videos all the time and um some you know like they're like check out how you can Stab a fork into this garlic clove and just pull it out instead of having to like yeah, open it. Some of those like don't work all the no, time. No. Or the one too where it was the pineapple, where they said you can just pinch the pineapple if it's whole, and then pull it out and just like eat it, sort of like uh, like, like individual exactly. <laughs> really? And I'm like, it works for some people. Maybe that's user error on my part, but I love watching those videos because it makes me feel like all of us are just buffoons. Like we're all just no, because did you know that those two things existed? Like on your dishwasher and on your oven? Yeah, neither. Just learned that today. Please leave a message after the tone. What would you rather be stuck on? A broken ski lift or a broken elevator? Message deleted. As somebody that has been stuck in a broken elevator, I would say abandoned by my good friend Audrey Drake and Jason Mahoney, uh, I would say. Elevator for sure. Yeah, I mean it was it was not great, but it was much much better than a. I mean, the worst part of going skiing because you just went skiing for the first time this past weekend. Why are there no doors? Like, doors? <laughs> Why? Where, there... where is my fully... seatbelts? The seatbelts, right? Because you can't have seatbelts, otherwise people get stuck on there because they wouldn't be able to slow unbuckle. it down. Yeah, well, you can't slow it down. <laughs> I, that was it's the worst cold part for of everyone skiing. else. It's definitely the worst part of skiing. Absolutely, I was skiing like, hold it to your life, and then you're terrified that you're going to fall off. Unless you had enough booze, in which case you're like, whatever. There's a gust of wind but and also, we were swinging. Yeah, it's freezing. <laughs> oh, it's hell freezing. No. Hell no. Yeah, so elevator for sure. Even though you might plummet to your death. I have always, At least you're warm and toasty. I've always had, yeah, and there's plenty of people around to eat. You know, it's like you're not going to starve. Jeez. 
Unless you just get squashed. Am I the only one that thinks that if an elevator were to actually like break free and fall, that if you were to jump right before it hit the floor, you'd be fine? I know that's not how it works. Is that what Clearly, you were taught? Or No, that's just in my in my head. I'm always like, all right, <laughs> if this thing breaks free, if I just jump at exactly the right time, I'll be fine. Why jump, though? Because you would just smash onto the ceiling. No, no, it doesn't make sense. You would have to like push yourself downward. I, I know. Do a push-up. Ew. Please leave a message after the tone. What would you rather be stuck on? Oh, wait, I just played that one. Sorry. Well, we uh, also, I would like to say this for the record. Still an elevator. Thank you. <laughs> for the record, we did not leave you. Well, you I did not leave you. absolutely left me in that elevator. I was what so are you talking hungover. About? I could not no think ex- for myself. Did you I could have been, I could you have been taken me? into the a cult. The answer is yes. That day, I could have been taken into a cult. Nobody and wants not your hungover ass in their cult. I just am saying that my mind was not in the right state. It was mush. Are you calling Mahoney David Koresh? Is that what's going on <laughs> he's here? More the Jared Leto. The Jer- <laughs> <laughs> no, he's more the David Koresh. Please <laughs> leave a message after the tone. How many seconds do you dip your Oreo in for? One, two, you know, just a layer of milk. Three, five, milk is slightly seeped in. Six to eight, soft with a little crunch on the inside with good milk taste. Nine to eleven, that cookie is soggy. Cream intact. 12 plus seconds, that's wet. Message deleted. So I don't eat cookies like that. Like if I'm going to get a cookie, it's going to be the bougie of all cookies and it's going to be the... Like the crumble the, the cookies gore, or whatever? The gourmet cookies. Dude, my wife is like a part a of the gourmet nut. cookie club or something. I don't know. She signed nut. up. She gets emails every week. Mm-hmm. And she came downstairs last night uh, with a bit of a like a crisis going on with within herself. And she's like... Crumble just sent me an email with the the new cookies for this week because I guess it's a yes, thing where they, they have like, send you new the cookies. cookies and they email them to you. Does she have the app? Yeah, does she? she the app. And yes, does she, she follow them on it. Instagram? Uh, probably. We but are she, the same. She, she we comes are the down, same. and you know, we've both been like eating healthier this month, and you're like, oh, but we, always and they look so good whenever you're like, being healthy. She's like, babe, but these cookies. She's like, well, I mean, the diet could start Monday. It's so <laughs> tough. Like, what? Why do you do this to yourself? Like, why do you sign up for the email that you know? It's like if you're in rehab and mm-hmm. then they're going to send you just like a crack sampler yep. once a week. Like, yes. what are you doing, man? It's so tough, though, because it's like our little sweet treat. <laughs> it's not it's a little best. sweet treat. It's 7,000 calories right before bed. All sugar. No, it's great. So, but anyway, so, I, but if I were going to get a cookie and dip it in, mm-hmm. I'd... I think it's like a certain like five second rule or whatever. Three seconds. I Max. just want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want it sog. soggy. I don't want it soggy at all. But Dave, I saw oh someone put cookies in a bowl, That's and just then called cereal. You put a little milk drizzle on yeah, it. It's still cereal. But then that way you can like scoop it in, and it's like the perfect amount of of milk to totally, cookie ratio. Totally unnecessary. They have all like they have Oreo cereal now. But it's not Oreo cookies. It's the same thing. No. No. Did it's you like meow me. What, <laughs> what does it even mean? <laughs> no, meow. no, no. Meow. It's meow. like that would be like cookie crisp, and that's just like grain, uh, grain cookie ma'am, cereal. If you're gonna say that cereal, you need to say it correctly. <laughs> cookie crisp. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I get that people have a love hate relationship with their HOAs and. I'm one of those people. Uh, when the uh, meth head squatters were living next door to me, and uh, I kept calling the HOA, being like, hey, there's people illegally uh, breaking into this house and living here. That seems fairly problematic, considering that if I have 
I don't know, a weed in my front yard. Uh, you guys will threaten to foreclose on my house. Um, could you do something about that? And they just basically ignored me for months There's on end. There's nothing we can nothing do. Nothing we can do. No, didn't well, even return my calls about Isn't there it. a lot of like weird squatting laws, like almost in protection so, of people who yeah. are being evicted or something? I don't so know. So what, what happened back in the day, especially during the, the housing collapse, like in 2008, is there was a lot of people that were obviously just kind of leaving their homes and going, look, this house is so totally upside down, I'm just going to give it back to the bank. But the banks were so incredibly overwhelmed that they didn't know what to do about all of these houses or just couldn't get to them in enough time. And mm-hmm. so there would be all of these houses, whole neighborhoods in some cases, or at least a lot of the homes that were just totally vacant. And there was nobody doing anything with them, and it was taking the banks years to catch up with it. And so people that were uh, being a little bit opportunistic and fine with committing crimes would go and they would break into these houses and they would change the locks and they would pretend like they owned the homes and then they would rent them out to people. <gasps> so they the, the bank would be the the proper owner of the home but they wouldn't be able to catch up with the, doing anything with this particular property for years on end. Whoa. And so these people would then list the houses for rent and these families a lot of times would move into these houses and be paying rent to these people that didn't even own the house to begin with. And so they put all these laws in place to protect the people that moved into these homes, meaning that if you had a lease and the keys to the house, that you technically had a right to be there until it went through the court process of you being evicted to protect those people. Well, the problem is that a bunch of people also figured that part out. Mm. So what they would do is when a house got listed, because it has to be publicly listed, that it's going to be foreclosed upon if they can't get in touch with the owner of the house. So they would a lot of times just put it in the newspaper as a public notice. They would go find the address of the house and then they would just move into the property by breaking in, changing the locks so they had the keys and printing out a fake lease. And even if the cops showed up, they couldn't kick them out. Wild stuff. But so my HOA, when there's people living next door that were, you know, again, meth head squatters, didn't do anything about it. Um, It was pretty annoying. Mm. But I also do enjoy that the HOA keeps the neighborhood looking pretty good most of the time. Yeah. I get that. You have to you have to deal with some crap in order for everyone to be dealing with some crap for them to be right for in your instance though they're also like hey you need to paint the entire outside of your house within like a 48 hour period oh that actually changed did i tell you about that did it so the reason why what happens if you're one of the people who just painted your house you're out the seven thousand or ten thousand or twelve thousand dollars that you did there's a, a a couple of retired attorneys i guess that live in the neighborhood good and they're like we will just sue you forever if you yes. just keep doing this you can't keep just yeah. like changing the color scheme of our neighborhood. Well, this guy <laughs> was pretty fed up with his HOA. This comes to us uh, from Central Florida. Uh, he lives in an apartment complex. He's a 53-year-old dude by the name of Mark Herman. Uh, he decided that he was going to uh, send a message to his HOA because I guess that he owed them thousands of dollars in unpaid fees. And they eventually filed a lien and decided to foreclose on his property in order to pay off the uh, the money that was owed. And so he decided that his message to the HOA is, okay, I am literally going to burn this place to the ground. Did he burn the house to the ground? Sure did. The roof was on fire? The roof was on fire. So at least two residents were inside the apartment, heard a loud and huge explosion. Uh, Three apartments were impacted by the fire. He was arrested on four arson charges. But his way of getting back at the HOA was just burning the whole place down. I feel like that would be some petty stuff that like Mahoney would do. Mahoney would just light the place on fire. Are you kidding me? He's mad he's got a neighbor. 
Like somebody moved into the vacant house not, that doesn't delight him enough. I'm surprised actually, he hasn't lit their house yeah, on fire. It's, it's not like they're, 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 they're in a townhouse and they suddenly share walls and the person's annoying. They just live in the house next so door. Just moved in. That is rightfully owned by somebody. <laughs> so he just moved in behind. He's like, nope, I'm too burn friendly. I'm going place down. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on David Mahoney. Audrey, you may recall the last time that we did the misconnection inspection, there was a whole bunch of creepy losers that were posting. Uh, it kind of became a theme. And this time we also have a bunch of creepy losers. Um, they're On not, trend. They're not just dudes looking for women, though. There's also uh, some women looking for men and some men looking for men. Oh, okay. So love for everyone. Yeah. This one is entitled Ah Merna. I posted this, but I don't think you know. Seeing you makes my day. You're gorgeous, and I'm sure you've noticed me look a little longer than I should. You're older than me. That That's even more of a turn on. My God, those jeans. Casual Friday is my favorite day to come in. What was her name? Marina. I thought you were mumbling and called her. Her name was like Marinara. Marinara. And this is like a sweet, oh, desperate attempt to get I at the love pizza. To dip hut. my mozzarella stick directly into you. Ew, jeez. <laughs> Extra garlic butter, please. Blah, blah, blah. It's for some lubricant. This uh, this one is dude for dude. It is entitled Beer and Sig. We, what? <laughs> we could always have that beer and sig together in our PJs. My situation <laughs> is slightly complicated at home. By slightly complicated, I assume that he means that he's got a wife and kids. But I did like what I saw and would love to spend an evening with you, maybe more, dot, dot, dot. If by chance you see this, just mail me where and when and your first initial. I don't know if this is me just being big anti-sigs. That's the the killer for you? But thinking about just chiefing sigs in your pajamas and then crawling into your clean sheets. Are they clean sheets, though, in this situation? Are they clean? Do your cigarette, does your seats, oh, I can't even See, get this, it out. Does it this smell? Doesn't, this doesn't feel like a we're climbing into bed sort of thing. This feels like grab the tailgate of my F-150 and let's just see what happens. So, but I mean, like, we've, I have kissed somebody who's a smoker. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. like, whenever I was drunk, I used to love a camel crush. <laughs> so uh, this is not me being like a total hater, but I just like, I can't imagine the the taste of like a like a cigarette sweet kiss so you just can't, every you night. You can't imagine the sort of passion that, that these two gentlemen want to experience with each other. The cigarette is but an afterthought. You know how they say that women like they'll catch their men cheating if they smell like something. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going down second and it just smelling like a pack of Marlboros? Oh. <laughs> you smell like cigarettes and uh, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> this one is entitled uh, Sam's Club. This is a woman for a man, 28 years old. I see you all the time working in the meat department at Sam's Club. We always catch eyes. I feel silly getting caught looking over to you, but I can't help looking at your tattoos and your muscular arms and your scruffy face, so mm. rustic and so sexy. Hot. I don't have the courage to say anything, nor should I, though I find you very handsome. Lucky girlfriend you must have, winky, smiley face. I look forward to our next eye-locking experience. So, Dave, I have a confession. Is During my middle of 
the single era. Mm-hmm. This, the this single you? era. This was me. You were perusing the meat department at I Sam's Club? was. There's lots more meats yeah, to, look, to look at. Look, look, it's Sam's Club. There's a whole bunch of meat. Where would a, Where else would a single woman be? And you know what else is that? The men at Sam's Club and women, y'all are smart shoppers. Yeah. Either yeah, you have economical. lots of money yeah. because you can afford. Or you're buying something with the company card. Yeah. Just going nuts. You know, or you got a family. Yeah. You know what? We need a whole bunch of, we need an industrial size thing of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> lots of butts to wipe. <laughs> I like that, uh, that this next gentleman, we'll use that term loosely, uh, never, never, ever gives up hope. And that's maybe a toxic trait of a lot of dudes. Like sometimes you just need to realize just give up. it's over. But no, Call it quits. no, not here. This is entitled Tiffany. It's a man for a woman. You are the best I ever had. You don't know what you have until it's gone. I hope you're doing real good out there. Moving up in the office. Someday they'll promote you to partner. Hit me up if you see this. Oh, so she was a lawyer? I mean, a lawyer, I, maybe a when, wherever, doctor. I mean, because you can be a partner in like if you're a, a surgeon. A, a doctor? Doctor. A doctor, yes. A doctor, that's totally different. <laughs> that was <laughs> maybe, the first Maybe that's why he's looking for because <laughs> she jocked him off. Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, Glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So I'm not the biggest Rick and Morty fan, um, but I know that a lot of people are, and there has been a big scandal going on with the lead voice actor as well as the co-creator of the show, and there's been some questions whether or not the the show is going to be able to continue because the decision came after uh, the guy who is the Justin Rowland, or however you say his last name, uh, felony domestic battery with injury and felony false imprisonment. I mean, big, big charges with a woman that he was dating at the time. Uh, finally has made its way through courts. He pleaded not guilty to the charge back in 2020, and his attorney said I mean, this is a big deal. that his client is innocent and expects the case to be uh, dismissed. Uh, turns out that that's not the case. This guy is out, and this is a damning enough report that, I mean, you're talking about real serious stuff here, uh, that there's no way that they could continue on with him. But since he was a huge part of the show, there was some speculation as to whether or not it was going to continue at all. And they came out uh, this week and said emphatically, Yes, the show is going to continue. Yes, he is out, but they are going to continue to press forward with Rick, with uh, Rick and Morty and Adult Swim, even though this guy's got to go. You know what's kind of interesting about the voice acting world is that, um, and the way that we're kind of moving into this celebrity dumb that is voice acting, like 20 years ago, you didn't really know... Like, who was behind SpongeBob? That's because it used to be taboo. It used to be a thing where, like, big celebrities didn't want to do voice acting because they considered it a step down from being, obviously, on camera but themselves. Now everybody wants to do it. Because you make $20 million for not a for lot of work. Walking in and voicing, <laughs> you know, the B movie for a single day. Yeah, because they're 20, 20 minute episodes usually, right? For a lot of the cartoons. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, you I mean, you can get, like, you could knock out a, a full season in a day. But, uh, yeah, but it's just really interesting, though, because if you think about them pressing forward, I feel like people are going to forget about this fast enough because it's not like you're seeing his face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not actively looking at him. You're just hearing his voice, which is a cartoon version of him himself. Most of the time, you can switch out a voice actor and the show can live on, right? It's tough sometimes if it's the main actor or actress. It's too different. Yeah, it's too different sometimes, but voice actor should be fine. Did you see that uh, Kim Kardashian and Northwest are going to be in the new uh, Paw Patrol movie? Yeah, which as a parent, I'm like, that's a flex. 
It is. I mean, yeah. If like to have your kid in it with you, because my kids are big fans of Paw Patrol, mm-hmm. and if you could, if you had this sort of juice as a parent to be like, you want to be in the next Paw Patrol movie, like that is a, like, oh my god, that is a move. <laughs> Do you think that you're going to be able to? Like, she's not going to make her voice something different, right? It's going to be Kim Kardashian as yeah, a dog. Yeah, exactly. As white white poodles, very specifically. Oh well, yeah. that's a pretty on brand. Yeah. So we need a collab between these two immediately. I know that you're not a big fan of uh, the show White Lotus yet. You need to watch it. And you also need to watch Better Call Saul. Those are two. I've seen, I'm like all, except for the most recent season, I'm caught up. So the Harvard University has an acting troupe called Hasty Pudding Theatricals. And every year they name the, uh, the man and the woman of the year. And they name Jennifer Coolidge. From White Lotus, Stifler's mom, yeah. mm-hmm. and Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul as the woman and man of 2023. And it got me thinking that I would love to see a collab between those two. Like even a, romantic, so a romantic comedy <laughs> where where Bob Odenkirk was pining after Jennifer Coolidge. Like, oh, it would be magical. It would be. So Hasty Pudding's horrible name, but whatever, we'll go with it. They only do television shows for Mm -hmm. Man and Woman of the Year. It's not movies. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know if that's the case every year, but certainly this year. I mean, those two have been most famous for for those two shows that have won a bunch of awards as of late. But man, having those two in the same production would be just awesome. It would be. Jennifer is definitely one of those women that I look at and I'm like, you're so interesting. Like her yeah. life and what she's done. and It's a character. She can't really be like that, right? As a character. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she she talked about, you know, like all the ups and downs with her acting career mm-hmm. and how she was struggling to pay rent a lot of times. And she's had like all of these mini kind of moments for her career that seem like the big breakthrough thing. White Lotus, though, has been an absolute game changer. Yeah. It's not a bit role for her like Stifler's mom, right? Where even though that was a huge thing and she was the original MILF and all this stuff, that was one thing. Like White Lotus, I think everyone really got drawn into like her personality. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen White Lotus yet, two seasons out now, both of them, fantastic. Uh, also fantastic. I love this because I hate Chris Brown. Uh, you know, physically abusive. Uh, I've heard all sorts of reports over the years. Obviously, what he did to Rihanna, uh, but then you know, just dirtbag move after dirtbag move. And for whatever reason, you see all these people getting canceled. Chris Brown just does not get canceled, even if he's beating a woman and a huge celebrity at that. Right? It's Rihanna, and we're seeing her face, and we know that Chris Brown did it. And everyone's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's cool." No, it's not. Like, why? Why do? Why doesn't he get canceled? Well, I love the fact that uh, he was just hit with a $4 million tax bill because he also apparently, shockingly, doesn't pay his bills. Yeah, he was just showing a video of, uh, I guess he has so many clothes and so yeah. many shoes that it, he's like a department store like a department outside store, of yeah. his house. Yeah. Um, so people were saying, just, you know, sell your clothes and, and then you'll be able to afford the taxes. I don't know, man. That's just like a really weird, uh, I, I agree. I mean, obviously... We're nobody wants to hear about somebody abusing anyone, man or woman. And uh, whenever you hear about just the continued success, not even just with Chris Chris Brown, but I mean, just look at sports. (laughs) We have a lot of athletes who just continue to do this. We have a lot of fighters who continue to beat um, each other up. Um, You know, I mean, just as recent as Dana White, and he's still where he is. 
You know, so um, I mean, it's just it's throwing stones all over the place. And then that's just like, OK, well, if Dana White can slap his wife in public and him still be OK, but we still watch the UFC like it kind of just feels like eh, like all over. No matter where you look, there's just people who are just foul to each other. And Britney Spears, man, she uh, continues to go through it. Uh, law enforcement had to show up at her house. So she deleted her Instagram. Uh, the post that she put up was to say unhinged is an understatement. Uh, Oh my gosh, can we even read some of that? It doesn't make any sense. It's just gibberish. I mean, I sent it over to you and I was... I was like, what does this mean? It made me kind of chuckle because I was like, this is my ADHD drunken thoughts. (laughs) Like, It's all over the place. It says, hi, where are we going? I just like the car, period. This safe, calm down, civilized individual thing I dig. This shameless fishing for compliments thing is a safe bet. I mean, am I supposed to trust the person beside me to shoot me? Camera emoji. Finding my first ring light is not only cold, it be icy all. Where are my skis? Because I'm going naked. Just kidding. Rational people. I had one of these and it disappeared. I could sit back and be like most and not give anyone anything to think about on Instagram. But interest is what serves most and being good. And being good can and will wrap things up in a seashell. Living La Vida Loca life. It's been a while, and yepper, skepper, depper, duba, doodom day. It gets better oh because boy. that's what I aim for. Keep coughing, playas, and just remember to watch your back. Or you just might get caught. Yep, sucks to be me. But like the man said at Jack in the Box, it's going to be okay. Clap back 21 times, then kiss my butt. P.S. Split the banana because we all move on. Keep talking, or maybe it will just rain from the sky. Giving someone I love my everything only gives me the dagger in the heart. So at this point, I generously serve you my stuff. Eat my stuff. P.S. Keep coughing. What? What? Yepers, Gepper, Dooby, Dooba Day. What is Jack that? Jack in Brittany? the Box. <laughs> who said? Who said that at Jack in the Box? Who has the words of wisdom at Jack in the Box? Yeah, and it stuck with you. Like no <laughs> wonder the cops showed up. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney bring you Bleeped BS. It's got to be your bull. Wow. Tim is joining us today for a round of Bleep BS. Tim, simple question for you. Do you have a dirty mind? Uh, I sure do. Okay, well, that's not great, Uh, at least in this situation, because (laughs) a dirty mind can be fairly distracting. We've got a total of three audio clips here, and you are trying to figure out what's actually being talked about without getting distracted. So Audrey is here to help you out today. So again, uh, three clips all pulled from pop culture. We've got three major celebrities that are all featured today. And the first one here is Pete Davidson. Uh, Pete Davidson decided to learn a skill for a joke in the future, and we're trying to figure out what sort of lessons did Pete Davidson start taking. Let's have a listen. Three years ago, I started taking lessons as a joke. Because I no, I just thought it would be funny if like one day like I was just hanging out with the boys, yeah, and like, just, and like, I know what you're about. yeah, that, you know, it would be a good bit. Just kicking it with the boys in the most un, you know, friendly environment. So why Pete do I Davidson. feel like it's ballet? Okay, you think it's ballet? Uh, there is a multiple choice here, Tim. So you're trying to figure it out based off of these options. Audrey trying to help you out. Uh, ballet not on the list. Audrey. Oh, Sorry. okay. So I'm instinctually, automatically wrong. <laughs> uh, did he start taking sword swallowing lessons? Did he start taking backflip lessons? Or did he start taking singing lessons? Ooh, I feel like people would do some sword swallowing. <laughs> what do you think, Tim? 
That does sound like a Pete Davidson type thing. Right? Sword <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So both of you saying sword swallowing. Final answer? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. No, man, Pete. You had peak oh, funny moment there to yeah. do a sword swallowing competition. No, here's what it really is. Three years ago, I started taking singing lessons as a joke. Because I, no, I just thought it would be funny if, like, one day, like, I was just hanging out with the boys. Yeah. And, like, just song. belted out a song. <laughs> and, like, I know what you're about. Yeah, you know, that just, would be a good bit. Just kicking it with the boys in the most, un, you know, song-friendly environment. No, 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 Pete. You were dating Ariana Grande and engaged to Ariana Grande, and you probably just wanted a feature. Like, you weren't doing that a as feature. for, like, comedy. Ariana Grande featuring Pete Davidson. Ugh. <laughs> she has a whole song literally titled Pete Davidson, so maybe that was his original uh, starting point. Okay, here we go on to, uh, on to number two, and you got to get these next two correct. This is Jennifer Lawrence talking about a photo shoot, and the reason that they did not use her pictures so there was a certain activity that Jennifer Lawrence was doing, and she thinks she may have been going a little bit too hard while doing this particular thing. Their whole like idea was, we want real people. So, I don't know, we were like on a beach, and they're like, play f-. And all the other models were like, play f-, like in a pretty way, you know, like, and not me. <laughs> I was, all of the photos, I've got a red face, covered in sweat, my nostrils are flared, I'm like, yeah! She so- playing football? Okay, so playing football is actually on the list. Is it A, play fighting, B, playing football, or C, acting out of scene as a soldier storming the beach? My guess, I'm standing with it, dude. It's football. But- she called it. She called it in the dark. What do you think, Tim? <laughs> I think I agree. She was pretty confident in that answer. That is correct. Yes, she Let me was tell you something. playing football. I can't help it, and I'm so easily influenced. The mm-hmm. whole Miley Cyrus anti-Jennifer uh, Lawrence Stuff that's happening right now. Wait, there's more anti-Jennifer Lawrence stuff? Yes. Miley Cyrus so is Allegedly, with- Jennifer okay. Lawrence and her Miley Cyrus's ex-husband okay. were caught cheating together when they were on the set of Hunger Games. It, it, oh, it's oh, Liam Hem- Hemsworth. Right. So Miley Cyrus was- Caught Jennifer Lawrence and Liam Hemsworth- Having sex. She caught them actually in the act? Allegedly. Oh, boy. So we're, we, we are anti, because I'm oh. so Team Miley. Okay, so third and final one here. Um, and, Tim, you win if you get this one correct. You lose, and you get nothing if you get it wrong. Maybe. Uh, Jason okay. Siegel, very pleased when he found something out, and you're trying to figure out what he is so pleased about. Again, Jason Siegel, the, uh, the actor. Let's have a listen. We are at the moment where people are for the first time, and you never know if you're ugly or not and to find out you think my pretty that really means Very a lot pretty. to me okay so is it, it a butt is he talking about a people liking his new show shrinking on apple tv uh b that his now ex-girlfriend alexis uh, mixter has been very positive about her relationship with him or c his addition to the hottest 100 men in hollywood mm, it's got to be either a or c his new show, because it's got to be probably like him being like creatively insecure mm-hmm. and saying like, it's really nice to have a show and you really like it. It's kind of the vibe I was getting. Okay. I'm going to go with A. I'm going to okay. go with A. All right. What do you think, Tim? Final she answer. Good on the last one. I'll agree with her because that one's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're going to go with C. We're going to go with C. We're going to go with B. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with my original answer. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't freak me out like that. 
that. <laughs> Audrey is so looking for an insider tip, and she thought that I was trying to cure that she was wrong. You, you were right the do. whole time. No, you're exactly you're everything that you thought. He was referring to his new show, Shrinking, as his baby, and he was worried that people wouldn't like it. We him. are at the moment where people are seeing it for the first time, and you never know if your baby's ugly or not. And to find out you think my baby's pretty... That really means Very a lot pretty. to me. Yeah. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I am very sorry to report that for Audrey and her new boyfriend, the honeymoon is officially over. This is it. Why? Because. Who says? You says that the honeymoon is over, at least in the uh, the email that you sent us. About the... I didn't say our honeymoon was uh, over. You did not say that, but this that's what it sounds like to me. If, if he's saying on. that he does not want to drive you anywhere anymore oh. <laughs> because you are such a terrible passenger. Oh, yeah, because my whole, my whole like, brand is mm-hmm. passenger princess. Yeah, you, you don't like to drive passenger princess. anywhere. You like to be driven around. And that's, brand, um, yeah. that's That's your thing. And you've gotten to the point where you are such an annoying passenger. because well, I'm type A. Well, you can be type A and not annoying. No, because that's also my brand. Mm, annoying type <laughs> No, 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 no. Because can you imagine you being in the passenger seat all the time? Because I feel like you're a little type A as well. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being in the passenger seat all the time and like your wife driving extremely slow because you're a fast driver. Mm-hmm. And, to be. and if she's going in routes that you know are, are not the fastest routes for you to be going. So it's like, why are we taking an extra 10 minutes of our time when we could just be like getting... To okay. go home, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Do you see like, what I mean? If, if I was telling her to speed up, totally appropriate. But I don't imagine that you're telling him to speed up. What are the opinions that you are dropping on him that have driven to the, him to the point of being of saying I don't want to drive you anywhere ever anymore <laughs> for the rest of my life? He was joking, by the way, but he also said it, so it hurt my heart. So we were driving around <laughs> in like over in like one of the outdoor mall areas uh-huh. over by us, and uh, where we were driving, I knew we needed to take a right but he took a left and went like the longest way around this whole area because when he's start when he's talking and he's like in this passionate conversation of like lost in in what he's saying he just drives like and sometimes just in total wrong ways like won't be following like because we don't use like gps or whatever like we're trying to get a point a to point b which i am a big proponent of like i am put everything in a gps because i want to see the fastest route so whenever he's lost in thought or lost in conversation, he'll just start driving do who put, knows where. Do you put like GPS in when you drive to work every day? Um, I, no, but my, my Bluetooth. I do, know, I do know some people that do that, not because they don't know how to get to where they're going, but because traffic or whatever mm-hmm. it is, if something comes up, they don't want to get stuck in something unexpected. My phone will automatically try and tell me the, like the, the time that it'll take me to get to work. Okay. Like it like auto syncs with my car. All right. But anyway, so, so I, you were you were I hollering knew, at him because he was going the slow way. I was like, so I, I instantly just go, where are we going? That's all I said. Where are we going? Where are we going? Like, are we going to pick up, because he does, like, churros? Like, are we going to pick up one of, like, the cars right now? Like, what are we doing right now? And he goes, I'm on the way home. Like, where, where do you want to drive? And I was like, no, I just want to know, where are we going? Because this is not the route to home. <laughs> like, there are so many other routes that we could be going, yeah. and this is the slowest one. What are we doing? So, so he okay. told me, okay. he was like, do you want to drive next time? Because you always, you're just like, of all, he says this, of all of the people that I drive around with, you are the worst. You are the worst to drive with. 
I mean, that, um, what if that's true? Well, I thought that he was going to say of all of the, all of the other, of all of my girlfriend's past, you were the worst to drive with. That would hurt worse. But no. That would hurt worse? No, no. This, this is, like if it was all the girlfriends of the past, that would be, that would be bad. Uh, Of every human that he rides with. (laughs) <laughs> you were the worst. So I don't. Okay. But do you so see what me, I'm saying? Not really. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take his side here because my <laughs> wife does the same crap. It's not so much about like where we're going because I am a very much a point A to point B guy. Me too. The efficiency is important to me. I want to get there as quickly as possible. No detours. I'll, I'll, uh, no detours. I will bro down with you on that. Absolutely. But my wife knows that I am very goal oriented. Type A. Same thing. But I want to get there as quickly as possible. I want to park as efficiently as possible, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, I take pride in that sort of thing. Okay. I, I'm kind of a psycho when it comes to that because when we're on a road trip, even with the kids in the car, you know, stop. I don't want to stop because then I'll have to repass all of the people that I've worked so hard to pass already. But I got a little bladder. But you're going to have to put a diaper on. Okay. okay. That's fine. I've actually told my kids to put a diaper on and they've <laughs> they've done it. <laughs> Look, we're busy. We got, okay, there's so, a lot of little your, bladders around here. What does your wife do that would uh, alarm you? So it's not so much alarming. It's just annoying. We'll be pulling into a parking lot and she'll have an opinion about which spot I should park in. Well, she's entitled um, to her opinion because no, she's the one not. unloading all the no, kids. No, you're not. Yeah, she does. Quiet. She's, she's entitled to her no. opinion for sure. She, I'll, I'll be pulling into a parking spot, and she's like, mm, I think I see one that's empty out there. You could have gone to that one. I'm like, uh. okay, first off, there is a car. You can see the shadow if you look closely enough. Secondly, what does it matter? If I'm riding with you, I don't go, hmm, I have an opinion. I'm going to look up from my phone for the first time in 45 minutes and drop nine <laughs> opinions on you on where you should be parking right now. Okay, but here's the thing. The phone thing is another thing that I want to chalk up to the annoying driver habit. If you are driving and you instinctually like grab your phone and I am in the car and you are driving me around, that is horrible. Shut up and hold I on more. Am, you no, are you are the, I am a prized possession. You, uh, no, man, you cannot sit here and say you're a prized seat. possession in the passenger seat when all you do is text and drive yourself. Not with others in the car. The point is that's not the point. That is the, the point. The point is that I you can't I ensure the safety here, of everyone in the car when they are with me. Except for yourself. He is simply subscribing to the idea that you think he that never you are sees a piece that. of trash. He never sees that. We talk about that on the radio. He doesn't listen to the show. Well, he's a smart man. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. On a scale of 1 to 10, how lonely do you think people who call and actually leave you voice messages are? Message deleted. Considering that you were calling and leaving us a voice message, couldn't you just have told us that? Mm-hmm. I don't think that, that people are lonely necessarily. I think that there's some people that uh, that crave the interaction, but that's what we're here for. Like, like yeah, let's just have a conversation about anything and everything. Because that's kind of the joy of doing this job is that it is totally unscripted and whatever happens just happens. Yeah. So if there's a level of loneliness or curiosity or anger or animosity or whatever the feeling is, uh, we welcome you to call and leave us a message anytime, 833-YO-DUMMY. And I feel like it's it's kind of makes us a little bit more human, right? I feel like sometimes there is this like door 
or wall that sometimes goes up between or people feel like the, that is up between us and, you know, listener or vice versa or social media, right? Like people who are on social media or your mm-hmm. celebrities who you look up to, like your athletes. Like it's really important to know that somebody people me as a human. celebrity and um, yeah, lots of thousands, millions of people definitely look up to us. No question. No, I'm just talking about in general. Like, I'm not saying that we're celebrities because that is not even absolutely not even like accurate. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's just important to know that we're human, too. So, like, if you want to call in and you tell us about your day and if you have like human emotions that you're kind of expressing and feeling the need to do that, then, you know, whenever you hear the same from us, don't think that that's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Because we come in here and some days are bad and some days are good. And we're just kind of like talking through it just the way that you do with your coach workers we just have a microphone do you feel bad that you make your boyfriend's day worse by all the stuff that you say to him while he's driving or just you're fine with that <laughs> please leave a message after the <laughs> what up fam fam i uh, gotta agree with dave and mahoney on this one audrey your man does not look like uh mr momoa and i know you like mr momoa Message deleted. Did we See, say this your is what boyfriend? About. Did we this say is... your boyfriend does not look like Jason Momoa? I mean, he doesn't. But <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like, why be annoying? Why call me and say that my boyfriend doesn't look like? Like, what Who is looks that? Looks like Jason Momoa. <laughs> like, people are so. This is this is what I'm talking about. People just talk at us sometimes, yeah. and it's like. You, and I know that that wasn't intended to hurt my feelings, but people do that kind of stuff all what, the time. What is to it me. with this this culture of dudes who think that they're going to get somewhere with a woman by insulting them? Because that is a huge thing that I never really knew was a thing until the advent of social media, right? And <sighs> and people where you you can tell that they're trying to get a reaction out of whoever the girl is and normally she's attractive or there, there's something that appealing that this individual finds but they're not getting attention based off of just i don't know engaging in a normal conversation they feel like they need to say mean things to them and i'm just i can't understand how anyone thinks that that's a viable strategy has that ever worked so you know what's kind of crazy is that during i deleted all of my photos on social media like within the last year and before I did that, there were so many mean and rude comments about my physical appearance. People would even call in on the show, calling me names, you know, telling me that I was annoying, attacking, you know, like in this instance, I never said my boyfriend was Jason Momoa. Nope. He is hot. He is sexy. He is great in bed. He is kind. He is Are you talking about caring. Jason Momoa or your boyfriend? <laughs> he is loving towards me. And most of all, he is the sweetest, most compassionate human being to me and to his daughter and to his mother and to his family. I could not have, I could not have gotten luckier (laughs) with who I am with. And even if he wasn't attractive, this is one of the things that I preach to people all the time. Like even if he wasn't hot, he has so many, he has so much more than that. It's just a bonus that he is hot. Yes. So for you to sit there and say like, yuck, like, to like I like Audrey you have this grandiose sense of like what your boyfriend looks like like ew wouldn't you sit there and put who you're with and who you love on a pedestal as well yeah like they're the hottest person to you like your wife is the hottest person to you and to many people but you know what I mean like it's just yuck people are yuck (laughs) like I hear you yucky I don't know he kind of does look like Jason Momoa in some ways you know (laughs) he does 
guess not. I never said that. <laughs> what would you say is the best business idea you ever had? Message deleted. The best business idea? Uh, I mean, it seems cliche to say this, but if you genuinely love the stuff that you are in business with, like if you're if you're interested in the things, if you have a hobby and you can figure out how to turn that into a business, then you're probably going to find success. Like I've had a lot of friends over the years that just start out by chasing the money. Yeah. And it, and it always ends up being a disappointment for them. And I've done plenty of those projects myself. It's not like I'm impervious to, you know, going, oh, there's there's a lot of available cash in this particular thing. Let me get involved with it because of that. Every single time that I've done that, they've always flamed out. If I am genuinely interested in something and I try to turn that into a business, then it almost always works. And there's longevity to it. Mm-hmm. If it starts out with just a chase for the money, there's no real passion there. It'll always fizzle out for me. But you're really good at that. You're really good at being goal-oriented and chasing after things that are, like, that's your thing. I feel like you're really good at that. The other thing that's really important is just to be the person that asks for the things that you want. That is so hard for so many people, I know it is. It's hard for me, too. How do you do that? So let me give you an example. Like, in business. (laughs) It's so hard. That just, like, chills. You know me. I know. Like, you tell me all the time, dude, I got you. Or, like, dude, like, just ask. I'm like, no. There's no. It's, like, hyper-independence. And it's an actual fault of mine. So you saying that just sent, like, anxiety through my whole body. But see, (laughs) you have to separate the business from the everyday thing. Like, I, Mm. in the same way. When it comes to asking for help, like, mm-hmm. I will never ask anyone for a ride to the airport. Like, even my <laughs> wife, I don't want to ask for a ride to the airport. And she's your wife. And she, I know. She, you know, you know there, there's nothing that I can do that would make her think less of me because yeah. I asked for a ride to the airport, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I hate doing that. Just always have been that way. But in business, I figured out a way to separate it where I'm just like, whatever. Like, there's there's no, it's just a business relationship. Like, we're, we're doing business together. Yeah. That's the whole point. And if they say no, then what? You're just like, all right, well, we'll just chalk it up to, like, is it a negotiation at the point? It's not a no, right? It's just negotiation. Yeah. Then then that now we're dancing. (laughs) And eventually we'll get there. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. So I asked uh, producer Jordan to make sure that we were saying this correctly. It is not Jesus. It is Jesus. Hello, Jesus. What's up, guys? How are you today? This is so cool. I never thought that would be like on the phone with like Jesus himself. Like, what up, dude? Like, How is the Holy Spirit doing? Yeah, good. It's good. Everything good? Yeah, the Father's good. Good, great, 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 great. <laughs> uh, so uh, the way this works is you have a total of five clips today. Uh, you can use Audrey on two of the clips if you want to. You've got to get four two. out of the five in order to win today. Audrey does not know the correct answers. Each one of these is about 20 seconds or so. They're all big popular movies. The challenge, of course, is you know, so when you just hear one line from a movie, sometimes it's a little bit challenging to figure out what movie it came from. These are all big movies, and we've had some movie quote quizzes in the past few weeks that have gone back to like the... 70s and the 80s and the early 90s. Uh, Good news, a bit more modern today. The oldest one that we have takes us back to 2002, which is where we will start here. Good luck to you, Jesus. Here's number one. They're thieves. They're thieves. They're filthy metal thieves. Where is it? Where is it? 
something stolen from us. My precious. Hmm. Do we know it? Is that Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings, that is correct. Also would have accepted my ex-girlfriend. No! (laughs) 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 On the board of one. My precious. Okay, leave me alone. Here I kind of look like Gollum. <laughs> you, do. you do. I mean, no. No, you don't. You said that so fast. Uh, you no, said that you do so not. fast. That was a trick. Dave! Uh, it was obviously... You said that so fast! <laughs> just just Next take, the, one. take the top of your fingers and just sort of tap no, them together. No, screw you. You what? were not supposed to say it that fast. Oh. <laughs> An agreement! That's like when somebody laughs a little too hard. <laughs> Everyone right. in chat, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney is saying, ouch. <laughs> Dave. On to number two. Here we go. Hey, listen. It's some kind of mistake. I didn't sign up for cage match. Hey, unlock the thing. Take the chain off. Hey, Brick Joe. You're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of peak time. Mm. Oh. I've seen the movie. That's that's a tough one, though. I don't I don't think I would get this one. Um, Audrey has got a look on her face like she probably can't help you on this one. So, any guesses? Um, wrestling, wrestling. Um, it's definitely Nacho Libre. That's <laughs> it's a it's a good guess, uh, but incorrect, unfortunately. That was actually Tobey Maguire's Spider Man from two thousand two. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you one thing that I know nothing about, and I hope there's no more because Jesus, I cannot help you, baby. It is any type of comic book movie. After everything he's done, you can't save Jesus one time. I, I can I cannot take the wheel on this. Okay, uh, here we go on to number three. You got one right. You got one wrong. You got. Audrey still in the bank for two more if she's able to help. So, good luck. This one, uh, even newer. Latiri calls me scoun. It means moron. This is a very important part of it. Norm's attitude has improved lately. I see you, but it's not just I'm I'm seeing you in front of me. It's I see into you. I see. It's good he's back on board. But he thinks I'm a scoun too. Audrey is nodding her head like it looks like she'll be able to help if necessary. You, but, uh, Jesus, do you know it on your own or do you need a little help? Audrey, can you take the wheel on this one? I can, baby. It is Avatar. It is from 2009. The That's first the OG, one. OG yeah. Avatar, yep. Very uh, nice. Okay, so you got two correct. You got one incorrect, and mm-hmm. that means that we are on to number four. Audrey able to help out on one more, and I'm thinking maybe she'll be good for this one as well if you need it. This is what I offer each of you yep. today. <laughs> One tiny vial of liquid luck for the student who, in the hour that remains, manages to brew an acceptable draft of living death. The recipes for which can be found on page 10 of your books. Do you know it on your own, Jesus, or do you need the person that oh, knew it within two yeah. seconds? I need Audrey one more time. It was Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Do you know I, which I one? I guess Harry Potter. I just was hoping you guys wouldn't throw me, like, which one. God, I watched all of them so much in infrequent order. I think that's the the sixth one. What is the sixth one? Is it the Half Blood Prince? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oof, I, that's really oh, nervous. There's six of them? No, there's eight. There's well, there's eight. seven, and there's two oh, parts wow. to the seventh movie. Oh, jeez. Okay, uh, final one. You've got three correct. You've got one incorrect. That means that you've got to get this last one correct, and you have to do it on your own because Audrey has been used twice now, and so she is burnt. Here we go. Fifth and final one. Good luck. 
It was said that you would destroy this and not join them. Bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. Oh, God. It's just such a good scene. Everyone's saying, easy. Audrey knew it instantly. Jesus. Bring us home. Do that have my man Russell Crowe in it? No, it's no. got your boy Ewan McGregor in it. And there's a lot of these movies, too. It's the third movie of all of the movies. Of it's a lot. Of a lot of movies. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, man, this is hard. Hayden yeah. Christensen, also in it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. Natalie Portman entirely. also in it. She's giving you the entire cast. Pirates of the Caribbean. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Hayden Christensen, no. Ewan McGregor, and Natalie Portman in the beloved Pirates film Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean? <laughs> no, it's Star Wars, dude. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> Does he win? What a sacrifice. <laughs> Sure, why not? You really really crucified that game, didn't you? It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey is dealing with some high drama when it comes to the dog groomer, and this is pretty this serious is, stuff. This is, I, did you read what I wrote? I did. And uh, I would like to know your take. Normally, you are a little more dramatic than is necessary, but this time I think you are justified. Dude, mm-hmm. I'm a Karen. Tell him. I tell him what happened. <laughs> go and tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. You and us. I need to be validated in this. 833-YO-DUMMY, please let me know that I am validated by the fact that I dropped my dog off over, uh, you know, over the weekend. Mm -hmm. We went skiing, my boyfriend and I. And um, this is a groomer who he has taken, Marshmallow is the name of the dog. Um, Adorable. So cute. Um, Took Marshmallow to the groomer. Marshmallow, the official Christian given birth certificate name? That's That's, okay. He goes by by Mellow to everyone except for me because his name's Marshmallow. That's the cutest thing. I'm not going to shorten it to Mellow. Wait, so the woman who abbreviates everything does not abbreviate that. No. Okay. It's marshmallow. Starby for Starbucks. Marshmallow, marshmallow for, for marshmallow. marshmallow. Because it. it's no, so much cuter. Makes that no way. sense, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. much cuter. Yeah. So, anyways, we took marshmallow um, to the groomer. She has a, her own little side hustle where she will watch dogs from home, groom them if she is, you know, watching them, um, and then she will, you know, deliver them back to you, groomed and with her teeth brushed and the whole thing. Oh, so she does the grooming and the boarding at her house. Okay. So usually pretty fair, uh, and it usually is about like we'll say like 125 bucks for the entire weekend. So that's for a, grooming and boarding, that's it's a great. great service because they they have similar things at like the airport or they used to, like where you can park your car and they'll also offer a service where they'll wash your car. Yeah. And there's nothing better than like going on a trip and coming home and having a sparkling, fresh, clean car ready for you to drive home. Uh, I would imagine it's even better if you go on a trip and your dog has had a wonderful little uh, vacation Staycation. of their own. Yes. And they've gotten nice and cleaned up, fresh, ready to go. Uh, but that expectation shattered. It's like a spa day mm-hmm. with the, you know, emphasis on the paw. Spa. Spa. Day. spa. So, yeah. And um, we get Marshmallow back, but we were actually trying to get him back on a Monday and a Tuesday ghost crickets didn't hear anything from her we're oh. like can we get the dog so then we go to actually get him you know the other day and 
which is like charging us for extra days. When you couldn't get in touch when with her? When we couldn't get in touch with her. Ew. Right? Ew, I don't like Little scammy, little freaky. So, uh, so, so that's like one thing that we were like, ooh, how don't long, like that. How long have you been using her? So since Marshmallow was a puppy. So a long time. Yes. Okay. So Dustin like trusts her, but she's had some kind of, you know, accident that happened to her physically that's kind of left her a little like impaired. Okay. And in it's kind of escalated to a sense of like, okay, is she really even fit to, you know, be grooming at this point? Anyways, mm. so, you know, he trusted this lady with Marshmallow. I trusted the process as well. We go to pick up Marshmallow a few days after the original pickup date. Whatever she wanted to charge extra twenty five dollars a day. Twenty five bucks a day is not a ton, but at the same time, you're like, don't love getting ripped off for fifty bucks. But still, because we try to pick them up, you know. Yeah. So we're we're just like, whatever, we eat the fifty. But then when we get him back, Marshmallow is usually like he's a multi poo, so he's got like longer, cuter hair, you know, like the squish. He looks like a stuffed animal. Was he properly groomed? No. What? He came back looking like a rat. I literally asked Dustin. I said, "Is that the right dog?" He no longer looked like himself. He looked like he had seen some stuff. He went to war and came back. Like like he it was the beaches not of Normandy. The, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, what? this is not the correct dog. Oh. It didn't look like him at all. He oh, got that's... shaved down to like skin. Oh, that's so sad. It is sad because, I mean, Marshmallow's, Marshmallow's I brought Marshmallow. Not he has no, yeah, he oh. lost his swag. He lost his fluff. Yeah. He lost his swag. Yeah. So I was like, this is a lazy grooming job. She. It was almost like her. she went down to like no guard on the dog. And um, because she's a smoker, he smells like smoke. So we have to bathe him again because he smells like cigs. It's got to be the last time you're taking that dog there, right? Absolutely. But my question is, do I complain? Do I just eat it as an L? Do I tip? Like, all of these things. Like, do you, like, yelp or something that you mean? Are you going to go full Karen? That's the thing. Do we say to her, like, hey, like, we don't appreciate the fact that you kept our dog two extra days, charged us for two extra days, and then came back with, I mean, sure, you groomed him, but we have to bathe him now because he smells like cigarette smoke and you. I'm not doing any of that. No guarded our dog. I I ghost her and never talk to her again. Because if, if it becomes a conversation. First off, the odds of her refunding any money based off of based off this behavior, which seems so irresponsible on so many levels. Mm-hmm. If you don't recognize your dog when you go to pick your dog up because it's such a bad job, like that's egregious. Bad, that's right? egregious. That's not just like a bad grooming job. That's like you did some things intentionally almost to, to make this dog look that bad, or you're just so incapable of performing your job. There's zero chance you're taking this dog back to this woman to begin with. Take the L. Lose the 50 bucks and it's never... It's not 50. It was $160 total. Uh, so, but still in but the grand scheme of... Based I on mean, what you're telling me, like, there's no chance you're getting that money back. Well, Is it was there? through, like, a Zelle sort of situation. So, we were wondering, do we even pay for it? I mean, like, pay Have for the... Have you her yet? Pay for, like, the, the boarding, right? Like, $25 a night. Like, I can... I feel like that's justified. I could pay for that because she literally did watch our dog. Yeah. But at the same time, the grooming was so bad. If I went to a normal groomer, I would have complained if that... If Marshmallow were my dog and I had taken them to a place that I had been there before, yeah. I would have asked for my money back but or a I, partial refund. The whole thing with her being a smoker is a deal breaker for me anyhow. Like, I'm not going to take my dog to a place where it's going to come back smelling like cigarettes. If I'm not a smoker myself, right? So yeah. either way, this thing is torched. She's an individual. She's not some company where they're just going to be like, yeah, we'll refund you the money. It's going to be more of a pain in the ass than it's worth. 
I, I just pay her and move on. Or burn her house down. She's going to do it herself with all them cigs. Mm-hmm. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I don't know if you guys ever experienced this when driving, but whenever I'm driving... As I'm approaching an intersection or something like that, I always see something laying in the middle of the road. I don't know why my mind always assumes it's like a dead pet laying right there. And then when I pass by it, it's just a crumpled up blanket or a T-shirt or something like that. Message deleted. Same way, Andy. Like if I see something in the road, I'm like, that's got to be a body. And then it's never a body. Thankfully. Uh yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, you, you see things in the middle of the road and uh, you see people swerving around them. And I actually kind of thrive in that environment, I think. I would be the worst person. Really, really good at dodging things. Are you? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like in life in kind general? Of, kind okay. of a specialty of mine, yeah. <laughs> so do Jump you think... I actually got really angry. Um, my boyfriend tried to swerve a pigeon. Oh my God. What did you want him to do? Hit the pigeon? Yeah. You were... Yeah? You yes. wanted him to murder the pigeon as opposed to slightly moving the no, wheel? No, no, no. He went enough to where it was like... I was gripped the OS do you, handle. Do you know why you did that? It's because you were looking down at your phone, not paying attention. No, I said, That's, why would you avoid you, the pigeon? Hit the pigeon. Don't hit the pigeon. Just swerve out of the way. So what, you and my wife are the same. Hit the pigeon. You, you're sitting there staring at your phone, doing whatever you're doing, and then all that happens <gasps> every time. <gasps> oh God, I don't need any pi- pigeon apologists coming at pigeon me. Pigeon apologists. You wanted to take something's life so that way you wouldn't be. It's a pigeon. You had to grab a handle that was conveniently placed a for you. A pigeon is the cock. First of all, birds, gross, gross. Like there is nothing more gross than a bird. First off. Unless it's like an at-home bird and you love your birds, whatever. Like I get that. But I like the Audrey, outdoor you and birds. I both know the truth. They're robots. Birds are government drones for that are sure. spying on us. And that's why they're so gross, because yeah. you're spying on me in my backyard when I'm just simply trying to do yoga. When I'm simply doing the downward dog nude in my backyard. Rude. That's when all of the pigeons start, you know, pigeoning, doing their little pigeon walk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're, <laughs> their like, little pigeon crip walk like, over to you like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I need a better angle. I don't like pigeons. It's nothing to do with the fact. Actually, it's everything to do with the fact I'm. I hate a pigeon. Like, it's, they're gross. They walk with such confidence. You're supposed to fly. Why do you walk everywhere? You're supposed to be a flying bird of possible prey to only certain things. Because like trash. if you look that good, you'd be strutting around too. Ugh. No way. Man. They're just meth out of their minds for like, little red if eyes. It's, it's, if it's my life or a pigeon's life, it wasn't your life. It wasn't your life. You were fine. You just weren't paying attention. Please leave the like Hey, everybody. Love the show. Love you guys. Been listening forever. Uh, anyway, question for Audrey. Uh, do you have uh, one of your hot girlfriends that could be a hero and help out uh, Jordan, you know, with this, uh, not an issue? 
untaken business that he's got going on. You know, if one of your friends be willing to, uh, you know, jump on the grenade and uh, help him out. Anyway, thanks. Message deleted. So for those of you that don't know, uh, producer Jordan is a real-life virgin, and that is by his real own. Life, a a real life, virgin. Yeah. <laughs> not a Real-life No, I mean, like, some people kind of, like, joke about that, like, like you know, you, like, oh, I'm a virgin. <laughs> yeah. I am a virgin. Sure. In what time machine? Uh, I am a virgin. Uh-huh. Yeah. In what, in what decade? Right. Uh, but Jordan- I identify. You identify as a virgin. Yes. I don't accept your pronoun. <laughs> Whatever. Slut Back whore. to Jordan. <laughs> Slash. Slash. Sorry. Anyways, no, so Jordan identifies Jordan, as a virgin. Jordan, as well. Jordan does not identify as a virgin. He's actually a virgin. But Jordan, that's by your own choosing. Um, yeah. do, do you feel like you could have gotten laid if you had decided to do it on your multiple, multiple times? times. Yes. I mean, you've just chosen not to. Yes. But so this because guy, he wants to be financially ready, which he will never be, because, because roommates his roommates are ripping, you off. are ripping him off. <laughs> have you ever thought of that? Like you could have been laid so long ago if you weren't paying three hundred dollars extra for your rent each month. You could have been just rolling around in the sheets with I, with I, a lady and your also, extra cash. I, I could also not be spending like four hundred dollars a month on food. Jordan, you need I, to eat. I, I've been saving recently. Okay. That's yeah. Back back to the point. So though. you so just this... don't want to have sex. <laughs> like you are spending seven hundred dollars a month on extra things that you don't need. I mean, food is a necessity. I mean, you could yeah. totally. We'll say you could be spending four hundred dollars less a month and be just swimming in it, and you're just choosing not it. to. I mean, nah. What do you mean, nah? There's something this else going on here. Because like, <laughs> you going to be spent somewhere. Because Jordan, you can uh, you can have sex and have it not cost you anything. Like, that's actually yeah, true. Uh, a fairly normal thing. No, he that- said he wants to make sure he has a life set up for himself so that whenever he decides to actually partake in the sex, mm-hmm. that he has all of the th- all of his ducks in a row. As somebody that, um, you know, has experienced some life, I can tell you there's a certain amount of charm in the moment. Not that I would ever want to go back to that. Uh, but, you know, having the relations on the uh, on the mattress that's on the floor. Some of the best sex is poor sex. Right. I mean, you, you don't you don't need to be rich to have good sex. That's the beauty of the of the sex. For sure. Because yeah. like all you Broke have sex is, still is great each sex. other. Right. You're like, actually, I actually want to hold you tight. Not because I, I love no you, but because it's cold. <laughs> I have no heat. <laughs> that is so true. You are, you are my blanket. I don't quite have, literally been there. I, I do not have enough money for a feathered comfort. So come on, baby, let me hold you all night. One time, I forgot to close the flue of the fireplace. Oh, no. And I was so poor, I could not afford to turn my heat on. Did you make a booty call as a result of that? No, 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 no. I had, had my, boyfriend? my boyfriend. Okay, all right. Um, you know who was staying over at the time, and yeah. we both woke up like, <laughs> like so freezing cold. Ended up getting like the flu from the lack of flu being closed. Yeah. And it was just, I just vividly remember just that was the coldest winter too, like yeah. minus sixteen, like wind chill of of crazy. But you wake up already vibrating next to your boyfriend because you're shivering. You're like, oh, might as well do it. Get the other one. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, this is the, what I'm saying is, is that you can be poor and still have sex. But you, you don't need you, the money. You, you are the gatekeeper for these voicemails. You, you allow this voicemail to come in here. Are you, in fact, trying to get Audrey to uh, oh, yeah. to, to be your pimp? <laughs> no. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. No, are you sure? I don't, I don't think. Are you it, saying my friends are ugly? If no. you're So why, 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 are why do you think Audrey's friends are so ugly and unattractive? Yeah, are, are what's they, up with that? What I, makes I, them so repulsive to you? 
Um, they can't game with me like 12 hours a day. Okay. Okay. All right. So you're telling me, and I want you to be totally honest, that if Audrey was like, hey, I've got this really hot girlfriend and she wants to deflower you, that <laughs> no. you would say no. Because yes. she doesn't game. Yeah. He's got boundaries. He's got he's And got she loves standards. to game. Uh, and, and, None uh, of my friends uh, game. Uh, Not one of yeah, them. That's, that's a lie. No, I, it'd be, I know, it'd be an I obvious know. lie. Yeah, no, just deal with some lies, buddy. That's how this goes. <laughs> it's my life. It's never gonna change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lie about a lot. Uh huh. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. I know it's probably trivial to you guys, but it's exciting to listen to for us. Who the hell would want to fire you guys? I mean. I know you guys are self-deprecating and, and whatnot, but uh, all seriousness and jokes aside, you're not like, you know, some little rinky-dink show that's fledgling and barely making it. Somebody's making money off of you guys. Why would they want to let you go? Please, tell us. Message deleted. Uh, well, good news is that nobody is actively trying to fire us at this very moment, but we worked for a guy not that long ago that was... Not necessarily just had it out for us. He had it out for everyone because mm-hmm. this particular individual thought that he had the roadmap for where the entire format was going and what was best for radio in the future. And it turns out that he was categorically wrong on almost every single account, like trashed 17 radio stations across the country, including some really iconic brands. And so for a short time there, uh, I did think that he was going to fire us or at least make some more moves in the direction of trying to fire us because it was like his playbook was just so blatant that anytime that things weren't going his way he would just look for a new scapegoat it was and crazy like literally blame Mahoney Mahoney. getting covid on the entire format the whole failing. format on radio stations that we're not even on <laughs> failing well like, and he it turns it out for it was, our station specifically but we were like but wait if it's our station what's going on with all 17 other stations like why are you yeah. just pinpointing Mahoney yeah. for the failure of this so Look, we've worked with a lot of really 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 great people over the years and a handful of extraordinarily stupid people and sometimes you got to weather the storm you just got to batten down and you know rally with the team and just kind of get through it and it's possible that we were we were going to get fired and if we did we would have figured it out but that is probably the most relatable thing to come from that whole instance right like the whole scenario of the almost happening of firing whatever like there are so many people who go to work every day who work for horrible bosses yeah. that is just pins and needles. You clock into that Zoom and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this because I'm so scared I'm going to get yelled at today or like by whoever your mid mid level boss is who's just trying to like micromanage everything you do. Mm, yeah. You always get those big egos, huge that egos, have the- and terrible ideas. Yes. Are, yes, toxic as could be, and it creates a terrible work environment. And I'm glad. Guess what happened to that douchebag? He got fired because he was terrible at everything that he did. And he might never get a job in the industry again. And if he does, whoever hires him, they're idiots too. Because he's a moron and he deserves to be fired. It comes around. Just got to stick with it. Patience will prevail. Mm. Yes, and I will forever hold a grudge. Your ex is back. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So I feel like we talk more about elevator etiquette on this show than I would like to, but I am forced to because some people, Audrey Drake, need to be coached up on what is acceptable elevator etiquette and what is not. Dave. Ma'am. We have had this conversation. Mm. I was under the influence of Mahoney because I was unable 
to think for myself. I have told you time and time again. Yeah. You were hungover. If I, sure. if I was so hungover, I could have been taken under a cult that day. So let me explain to everyone uh, what the situation was and why it's necessary to explain elevator etiquette and then why it continually needs to be explained. So when we were in Chicago for a thing called Morning Show Boot Camp this past August, uh, Mahoney decided that he wanted to get to the airport two hours early. Because totally he was, necessary. He's a nervous traveler. He was it's a nervous fine. traveler. He was sober that this for this trip, he's, so he was extra, extra but nervous. Regardless if he's sober or drunk, he's just a nervous traveler, and he likes to show up places, you know, a fortnight before his plane takes off. And so uh, he decided he decided that we all needed to be in the lobby two hours before our flight left, which, you know, the hotel to the airport was like 15 minutes. Totally unnecessary. Putting me in the middle of the two of you because My, the, you the and I were drinking. That, yes. And with every with all of our peers. And totally you were acceptable. like, tell Mahoney to, to chill. And I'm Just like, I'm not going to tell Mahoney to chill. Yes, chill. You call him and tell him to chill. I did. I said chill. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'll be down in five minutes. And so I'm, I'm getting ready, and I go get in the elevator. On the way down, the elevator legit just screeches to a halt in between floors, and I have to press the buzzer. There's a young family in there. There's a little girl that's crying. Uh, we call them. We tell them, hey, like, we're stuck in this elevator. They actually have to come to the elevator, pry the doors open. We're stuck in between floors. So you have to crawl out in order to get out of the elevator. Dave, Traumatic experience. Dave, have you ever thought about it like this? Mm. Timing. And it was like your destiny. You were meant to be in that elevator to calm that family down. You were their hero that day. Dave. No, screw that family. Like they, you they, were supposed a mom to be in there. that elevator no, that day. No, 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 that, no, that 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 dad wasn't more wasn't a man like you are. You know, <laughs> yeah. there needed to be a First proper off, a proper hero. I like hero. where you're going with this. And I was wearing my cape, uh, as I do after every night of drinking. You know, your daughter does say your arms look like you got a strong back. Strong back, strong you know, arms. Your daughters, your yeah. daughters know yeah, the hero know, that you are. Everyone else in that elevator needed to know as well. All three people. Also, yes. um, Dave, we know Mahoney um, is in our chat this morning. Twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Mahoney wants you to know um, that he has been silenced for too long and he wants everybody to know that Dave has missed three flights that he refuses to talk about and he has never missed a flight unlike you. Okay, he's just lying. I've never missed a flight either. In fact, <laughs> I got to the airport that day after being stuck in the elevator and abandoned. They actually left and took. I, I took a separate car to the airport even though I was puking. I was have, nowhere to be seen. You were not puking. You're lying again. You're fine. And so the I, get audio the, speaks I, different. I take a separate car to the airport. Once I get to the airport, I stop by a bar because I see a colleague of ours there, say hello, have a conversation with her, and then walk to the gift shop, buy my children a number of gifts, and then I went to eat a full meal at the restaurant. And drink a Bloody Mary. And drink a Bloody Mary. I had time for all of that. I finished up and then boarded the plane casually, got on, took off. No need to rush. That's not the issue that we're dealing with today. The issue that we're dealing with today is something that my wife experienced at the gym. So the gym that we go to, it's got a place where the kids can check in and they've got kind of like a daycare thing while the parents are working out, but it's on the third floor. So my wife, who is wrangling three or four kids, depending on who's in school and who's not, you know, is lugging an infant who's less than a year old, our two-year-old son who's got all the energy in the world, and then normally our four-year-old uh, is is with them as well. And so... 
the situation the other day was they walked into the gym and our son, who's two, took off running and ran towards the elevator because that's the route they always go and he knows it, but he's excitable. And so she's kind of like hustling after him, trying to keep up with the other two kids in tow. And he runs into the elevator and because the door was open and the door starts to close and he reaches out and sticks his arm out to try (gasps) to get it to stop from closing Mm. and it still is moving on him. And thankfully, she runs up at that time and, like, sticks her arm in the door as well, but it still doesn't, like, automatically open. She kind of has to, like, muscle it. Oh, Almost whoa. like somebody was, like, holding the door close button or something like that. And she's like, whatever. And so she, like, pushes it and opens the door and steps into the elevator and realizes that there is a lady in there who's probably mid to late 30s, she said. And just staring at the at the circumstances. Yes, letting the door close on this two-year-old boy who is trying to stop the elevator door from closing, not doing anything. I know, that's exactly what she said. She's like, why are people so awful? I'm like... Because it's not her problem. Yes, it is. It's a two-year-old child. I know, but I'm saying she was probably sitting there either just oblivious... Not paying attention. She wasn't. Because my, she was watching. My wife said that she got oh, in and, and the lady was like kind of embarrassed. And she's like, oh, you have such cute kids. Well, I was like, yeah, thanks. Thanks for helping. Yeah, I appreciate all your help. I had to like sprint over here. Yeah. yeah, man, what a loser. That sucks. That really does suck. Well, you know what? I, I've said this time and time again. Your your wife is super, like a super woman. Um, she flies by herself, travels by herself with the kids, um, like all four of them in tow. Like for her to be able to sprint with <laughs> with a newborn and having the other youngest in her hand yeah. as well, like chasing after, you know, I feel Duke, like the moral of this story is that if anyone were to get trapped in that elevator in Chicago, it should have been her. She would have handled it better. She's the real hero of the family. Both of you guys are. You're a super team. Mm. That's the moral of the story. You're taking it back to me and Mahoney leaving you? Yes. I have awful friends, and my wife should have to deal with that, not me. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. (laughs) Dave and Mahoney. We have a couple of rules here at the Dave Mahoney Show, and one of them is don't break the law while breaking the law. It's going to lead to bad things. Unfortunately, Tiffany Hendrick, 40 years old, did not Another get that Tiffany. Memo. Another Tiffany. Lots of lots of problems with Tiffany's. You know, I mean, there's some, I, I'm thinking here, I have a couple of friends that are named Tiffany that aren't very problematic, but that hasn't always been the case. Did at- Tiffany die? Like the name, did Tiffany die? Are there babies being born that are named Tiffany? I don't think so. That's this is my point. tiny, tiny child. Yeah, all of the Tiffany's that I know Tiffany. are about 40. Yeah, there's like, hey, here's my infant Tiffany. Like Marjorie. Here's my baby Marjorie. Oh. Baby Brenda. Baby Brenda. That's actually kind of cute, isn't it? It is actually. Whoa. I like uh, that name. Not, not so but cute baby here. Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany was having herself a day. She got pulled over by the cops, showed signs of impairment. She did admit to smoking some marijuana earlier that day. Uh, they asked Sick. her to please step out of the vehicle and uh, perform a field sobriety test. That's when a large, bulky item could be seen in the front of her pants. What was it? And they're like, well, uh, either you've got something in your pants or they, you're very happy to see me. Did they misgender her? They they did not. They attempted to handcuff her. And that's when she decided this is a good time to start fighting the cop. <gasps> and so both of them fell to the ground. She kicked the deputy in the face, injuring his eye. That's when a, the large, bulky item fell out of her pants. And it turned out to be 30 grams of meth. Whoa. 30. 
They also found a loaded 38 in the vehicle. She was placed Cassie under arrest. Shrap. Yep. Uh, possession with intent to deliver. Battery on a cop. Obstructing a police officer. Unlawful possession of a firearm. DUI. So real bad news for old Tiff. So she lives in a place where you have to have your gun registered to you? I, isn't that everywhere? Do you, is there places where you don't have to have your gun registered? Really? Wow. Um, yeah, either way, I mean, having a, uh, a loaded thirty eight. Um, and in the in the vehicle, I don't know if she had priors that was making it illegal for her to to have that on her. Either way, lots of trouble for old Tiffany. Interesting. I mean, I would have thought because we've seen a lot of people who you know get like and a round of applause from the jujitsu world uh, who have been brought on to the UFC um, after you know tackling someone who wasn't supposed to be tackled. I'm surprised that they weren't just like, dude, what a monster kick to the chest! Come on down. We would like to see you in the octagon. Uh, yeah, but when it's on a cop, probably not great. Probably if you're if you're saving a uh, mother and a child from a would be attacker, yeah, you get or even a you know, stopping a shoplifter at a Best Buy. I don't know, sure. man. Put the cop in the octagon too. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but get them both messed up. I feel a like that'd be pretty funny. Would it be a coptagon? <laughs> yes, Dave. It okay. would be a coptagon. <laughs> Since Mahoney's not here today, <laughs> have to try. Uh, so this one takes us down to Florida. This dude was having himself a day. Uh, someone called nine one one to report a fire at a bowling alley, and of course. The first responders rush out there and they find nothing wrong, which is very odd. Like, why would you report that there was smoke coming from the kitchen and there was a fire in the bowling alley if there wasn't? About a half hour later, they got a call from to 911 from the same number. This time, the caller told dispatchers that a man was shot in the leg and bleeding near a Publix. First responders, again, rush out there and find nothing. They did find a 58-year-old man by the name of Anthony Joseph Montraga sitting on a bench bus nearby. And police called the 911 number that had been phoning 911, and his phone started ringing in his pocket. And that's not where things end. Hmm. They uh, they decided that they were going to arrest him. They put him in the back of the police car. And that's when he started defecating on himself and smearing it throughout the rear compartment. That's what I would do. Mm. That is what I would do. If I'm in the back of a cop car, crap all over it. I would crap all over it. It's a defense. You know, what would you do, Dave? Well, not that. Uh, He uh, was (laughs) defecating on himself, smearing it everywhere. And then he started pulling and kicking at the interior of the vehicle. And I guess Mm. that he was able to damage the interior lighting system and radar speed measurement system, causing (laughs) $5,000 worth of damage. How far did that poop go? I know. It's he's been charged with all sorts of stuff, but he's being held on a $7,000 bond, which seems Really? So you low get lit out of like what, seven hundred dollars? So you can get out of jail for seven hundred dollars after you smeared a Poo. whole buttload of crap all over someone's car? You know what's kind of nuts wow. though is that your hands are already behind your back, so you already have like a pretty much like a really good way of just like poop scooping it from behind you. You know, like maybe handcuff. You just pooped right in the hands, but then yeah. how do you how do you smear it though? I, mean, I think we should start feels... handcuffing these people who are committing crimes to the OS handles, uh-huh, like one yeah. on each, so that they've got. <laughs> is that why they're called <laughs> OS handles? <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, I see all these kids 
these like little kids wearing Rolling Stones and Johnny Cash shirts their mom got for the Target. I mean, go ahead, kid. Name three songs. I dare you. Message deleted. Oh, God, you're that guy. The, the gatekeeper of you're not a big enough fan to be wearing that band shirt. But Who how cares? cute is it to see a little right. teeny tiny easy weasy baby in a Johnny Cash shirt where the Johnny Cash picture is him flicking off everybody? I know. That's so sweet. I, I have my Middle son. Middle fingers up. My, my son, who is two years old, has a little red hot chili pepper shirt. Cute. I know exactly the one. And it's totally adorable. With the and red plus what? sign in the middle or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and that little idiot <laughs> can't name three songs from them. But I bet he could eventually because they all sound the same. Yes. Just say California and then start mumbling and you'll be right. Here's the thing, man, is that <laughs> seeing a kid wearing a, a shirt of a band that they don't know anything about because they bought it at Target, which is where they sell them all they now. Sell they sell Metallica shirts now yes, at Target. And they sell Metallica. They sell Nirvana shirts. They sell Rolling Stones. They have for years. Who cares? There, no one should. No That's... one should. You can't gatekeep somebody being a fan of a band or just liking a shirt because it looks cool. We were just talking about this with TikTok songs, Dave, um, off air uh, a little bit ago. And there are people who are getting angry at a lot of these, you know, classic bands gaining, you know, Vi- becoming viral. Well, you were talking about Fleetwood Mac, how they've gone viral multiple times now with a younger generation. You were saying that The Cure is going viral on TikTok right now because a younger generation is discovering them. Uh, Cold, you know, Coldplay, or not Coldplay, but Crossfade, and that song Cold had mm-hmm. a resurgence on social media again. Well, when- I, th- I think that TikTok has quite literally brought back the emo phase. All sorts of artists. And I mean, you think about, you know, what TikTok has done with the emo phase specifically, that when we were young festival. Mm-hmm. Massive. But partially because there's a lot of people rediscovering this music, mm-hmm. but that's just how it works. Yeah. Good you, for them. It's like everybody wants to gatekeep when we were so annoyed at everybody gatekeeping things from us. Like, it's like the. You're supposed to be the antithesis of the hipster today. Like, why yeah. would you not want to share things and enjoy things with somebody? And also, you're not cool because you just found out about Fleetwood. Yeah, and there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing cool about being like a 30 year fan of Fleetwood Mac, as and opposed to somebody yucky. that just found yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Yes, they're not. They're not yours. They're a commercialized rock and roll band that are trying to sell as many T-shirts as possible. Yeah, the 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 one that made me giggle was a girl going, "Oh my gosh, if this song goes viral on TikTok, I'm going to lose it." And it was like a Pink Floyd song. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, they are already massive. You yeah. can't just like gatekeep Pink Floyd. This is my song. <laughs> no, it's not. Please leave a message after the tone. What's one of your favorite comfort foods, and how often would you say you need it to keep yourself sane? Message deleted. Uh, so, question. yeah, it's a real good question. Um, comfort foods for me, I don't have like specific dishes, but eggs. I definitely have, I mean, eggs for sure, but I, that's more like sustenance. I find myself eating, and this is probably because I have kids, a lot of goldfish. So your comfort is like sitting down on the couch and eating some goldfish? At night, like I'm sitting there, I'm just watching my show, and I'll just be snacking on a bowl of goldfish. Does it remind you of your babies? No, I'm not. Th- I'm like, thank God they're all asleep right now. I'm no, but without, food. without them, you That's wouldn't so, have the goldfish in the house. Goldfish. And we buy those, like, have you seen those cartons of goldfish? Like the ones where they open like a carton of milk, milk. but they're yep. massive? <laughs> yeah, we got those things. Fill up a bowl and just go to town. We were just talking about this again yesterday about all of the foods that you kind of like grew up on. Um, I was watching again on TikTok a girl who was making kielbasa and sauerkraut and pierogies and potatoes. And it and sparked something in you where you actually went and bought the stuff, I right? I jumped out of bed faster than like if you would have told me that House is on Ryan fire. Gosling <laughs> was at my front door. <laughs> I jumped out of bed so 
fast to go get this exact meal. And I made it and it was so good. And I had not had it since I was a kid. And it was funny because I called my mom and I said, guess what I'm making? You're never going to believe it. And she goes, peas. And I was like, no, I'm not making peas because she knows how much I hate them. But second to that was sauerkraut. And it was just because it smelled so funky. Like it smells, sauerkraut does not smell great when you're cooking it. It smells like straight up fart, like fart in the house. And it's going to make you fart later too. Mm -hmm. So I I was just cooking it. I was like, man, maybe I really don't want to try this. Maybe I really don't want to try this. But that was the most recent comfort food that I've had. It took you back to like being a child. You realize that what you just described is the plot from Ratatouille, right? Is it? Did you not see that movie? Yeah, I've seen Ratatouille, but how is it the plot line? The whole plot line is that he was making that dish that took that food critic back to being a child because he used to eat it when he was broke as a kid, and that was the whole storyline. I am a little rat in a hat. You are. I'm the the little rat in a hat. hat. (laughs) Please leave a message after the tone. (laughs) Do you think that mind reading would be a cool power to have, or is it more like a curse? Message deleted. Can you imagine if you could actually hear what everyone is thinking about you constantly? We're already paranoid enough and self-conscious enough. So insecure. Man, (laughs) think about it right now. Like something mean that was said to you on the internet. I bet you can remember something from 10 years ago when somebody insulted you online and it still sticks in your craw. Yeah, thousands of people can be like, you're so kind. And then I'm like, whatever. And then one person's like, you you suck. Got, you got, your boobs are lopsided. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Me? yeah. yeah no. And, and imagine if you could hear the thoughts of the people that you care about and what they were really thinking about you. Ugh, that, that would be the worst superpower if you want to consider it that. Ned. AKA our producer, mm-hmm. Jordan, in our chat. Yeah, I, I hear you laughing. He just called you Musty. There's a girl who mm-hmm. called me Musty. Yeah, and how do you ever go backwards from being the can't. Musty girl? Yeah, no, you can't. You're, you're, you're forever the, the Musty one. Okay, but she was a BTS fan. Like, yeah, yeah. she was a BTS fan coming from me, called me Musty. Like, I mean, I feel like. I don't know. I'm not trying to knock BTS fans because I don't want a drove of their army coming for me, but I feel like that's also kind of Musty. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think that maybe the reason you were cooking sauerkraut in the house is to cover up that musty ass smell. I don't stink. Uh, <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Boy, there is a lot to unpack in this situation. A 48-year-old dude in Florida from Deerfield Beach was rummaging through his Ferrari 360 when a cop pulled up and said, hey, uh, you can't park on the public dock where you are parking your Ferrari of all places? Why would you do that? Why would you park your Ferrari on a dock? I mean, it was one of those large ocean docks. So but it wasn't, still, but irresponsible. Still, yeah, it seems weird. You can, your car will rest. When the officer walked up there and said, hey, you can't park your car on the dock, the man apologized and he told the officer, I'm just waiting to pick up my friend and I'm sorry I shouldn't have parked here and he backed off the dock. And you're thinking, okay, that's the end of the story, right? Unfortunately not. Uh, he got in his car, and that's when he accelerated back down the dock, ramping his supercar off the end of it and flying 30 feet into the ocean. Sick. He escaped the vehicle before it sank, and there was a couple of fishermen who jumped in and saved him before promptly turning him over to the police officer. And the police officer said, what on earth? earth are you doing? Why would you send your Ferrari off the end of this dock and sink it into the ocean? He just wanted to go Dukes of Hazard style. To which the man, very 
astutely replied um, to the officer, the reason you don't understand what I'm doing is because you are an Egyptian and you don't believe in Jesus. So Jesus told him, let me take the wheel and you're going to fly 30 feet into the air and plop Mm -hmm. into this ocean where you will soon meet me because if those fishermen hadn't have been there, he would have just certainly have drowned. Uh, He continued, and I'm quoting here, quote, Jesus made me the smartest man on earth, and it's so hard to have this much responsibility. Money is going to be irrelevant in two days. Remember to smile. Oh, my God. He sounds like Britney Spears. Doesn't he? That's what I thought, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's exactly what I thought. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free, there's a lovely spot, just the only one, that means home sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me, it's the place of a thousand thrills. Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine, out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines, here is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see, she's deep in the heart of the golden west, home means Nevada to me, one more time now, home means Nevada to me. 